Scripture readings, Joshua 1, 7. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the laws which Moses, my servant, commanded, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. The 2022 theme for Lads the Leaders is Be Strong and Courageous from the book of Joshua. We're going to be studying the book of Joshua, mainly on Sunday evenings. Uh, Billy is going to join me in this effort, and uh, we're going to present the story of Joshua to you. Uh, that will lead right up to Lads the Leaders, hopefully, in 2022. As a young boy growing up on the farm, I grew up with the show Andy Griffith. I love that show. My main character, though, was not Andy. My main character was Barney. And, and I picked this particular picture of Barney because I think that kind of captures uh, his personality. Uh, Barney was my guy. And in a classic episode of Andy Griffith, Andy is out of town, Barney is left by himself, and he makes Gomer his deputy. And they're walking down the street one evening, and they see that the town bank is being robbed. And they're hiding behind a car, and, and, and they're afraid. And Gomer says, Sazam, we need to call the police. To which Barney says, we are the police. You know, as Christians, as Christians, we look around our world and we see the evil that's going about. And it scares some of us. We don't know what to do and, and we think someone ought to do something. Then we realize that God has called us to do something we are the police, so to speak. Jesus said to his followers in that Sermon on the Mount, you are the salt, you are the light in a dark and decaying world. We are called to make a difference. There are questions that beg to be answered. There are dilemmas to be overcome. There are gaps to be filled. And the challenge is for you to fill them. There is a purpose for you being here. You're meant to answer something, to solve something, to provide something, to lead something, to discover something, to compose something, to write something, to say something, translate something, to interpret something, to sing something to create something, to teach something, to preach something, to bear something, to overcome something. And in doing so, you improve the lives of others under the power of God for the glory of God. That 
is so true of Joshua. You know, we are called, we are called to make a difference. We are to make a difference. But so often the only thing that we lack is the courage to answer that call. Joshua would be the successor to Moses, the great leader Moses. And he found himself in a very similar predicament that we find ourselves. He was called to do something, to make a difference. Moses had just died, and now Joshua is in charge. And Joshua has been called by God to lead the Israelites into the promised land, to conquer all of their enemies, and to possess all that God has given them. For Joshua, that was a huge and scary task. But God says to Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, He says to Joshua three times, Be strong and courageous. Today, God says to us, Be strong and courageous as you face the task ahead of you, to be strong and courageous as you face the evil of our world, to be strong and courageous as you answer your call that comes from God. The question for us, as it is for Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, is how do we do that? How do we become brave enough to do something? To answer the call. How do we gain a holy boldness to be salt in light in a dark and decaying world? Joshua chapter 1. Notice the promises here. Verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise. Arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. Not I will give you, but I have already given it to you. Edith's got to go and possess it. It's already yours. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous. And for this, for to this people, you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. God reminds Joshua of the promises he made to Abraham to Jacob 
and to Moses. The promise of land, the promise of his presence, then based on those promises, God says, be strong and courageous. My dear friends, if you want to find the courage to do what God has called you to do, first of all, trust. Trust in the promises of God. Rely on what God has pledged to do for you. Depend on the Lord's infallible word. God promised Joshua possession of the promised land. He promised him his power and his presence. And God promises the same kind of things to you and me who believe in him. 1 Peter chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope. Not a dead hope, but a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance, an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. That's a promise. That's a promise that you can bank on. That's a promise of an imperishable possession much better than the promised land, and that's the promise of God's power to guard us until we take possession of that imperishable inheritance. More than that. We have more than that. Hebrews chapter 13. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, what? I will never leave you nor forsake you. We do not go by ourselves. We are not alone. We have God on our side. With the promise of an imperishable possession, with the promise of God's unlimited power, and the promise of God's eternal presence, how can we not? Be bold to do His will. All we have to do, all we have to do is believe His promises and rely on His Word. Here's a picture of a guy way back in 1992. His name is Michael Plant. And you notice he's on a sailboat. Actually, that's a $650,000 sailboat way back in 1992. Now, that's an expensive sailboat. It had all the modern technology. It had all the gadgets and gizmos that you could imagine. On October the 16th, 1992, Michael Plant took sail from New York City Harbor. His intent was to sail to France by himself. His friends tried to argue with him. His buddy said, hey, don't do, don't have someone go with you. Have someone there with you. No, Michael Plant said, I'm going to do this by myself. 
Two and a half weeks after he left New York City, they lost radio contact with him. They asked all the, the ships out there uh, in the area between America and Europe to start looking out for his sailboat. Finally, a Greek transport ship noticed a sailboat upside down in the water. On closer inspection, they saw that the keel weight that's on the bottom of a sailboat that keeps it, you know, straight up, you know, to give it uh, stability, they noticed that that keel weight was missing. What had happened? Somehow that keel weight had broken off and suddenly the weight of the mask of that boat and the roughness of the sea and the storms that would come up on the sea caused it to flip upside down. And Michael Plant died in the ocean. Here's my point to that story. In the same way, your faith in God's promises provides stability and balance, just like that keel weight on the bottom of a sailboat. And we're going to have rough seas of life when you believe God's Word. You don't have to fear an angry world. You don't have to fear the angry seas of the world. Instead, you find the courage to face anything that life throws your way. In 1952, a student planning to become a preacher was given a task with, along with his other students in the class. The professor called them to memorize 300 particular verses from the Bible. One of those verses, one of the 300, was Psalm chapter 46, verse 1 where it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very help, a very help in trouble. The preacher student memorized the verses and he passed the, the class. And then he didn't really think about it anymore. He didn't really think about that passage until 56 years later. As a man in his 70s, and his doctor said, you have cancer. In fact, as terminal cancer, you probably have less than a year to live. Suddenly, that verse that he had memorized as a 19-year-old preacher student became his rock. He kept on relying on it. God is our refuge. God is our strength. A very present help in trouble. Because of that verse, he had his most productive years of being a minister. That last 18 months of his life were his most productive in terms of baptizing people. And he said, it all goes back to Psalm chapter 46, verse 1. Do you want to find that kind of courage? then trust in the promises of God. Second, obey the law of God. Verse 7. Only be strong and very courageous. 
Okay, God says, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it all day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. What is God saying to Joshua? Don't let God's word depart from your mouth. Talk about it. Meditate on it day and night. Constantly think about it so that you can do what it says. You see, it's not enough just to talk about the Bible. It's not enough just to think about the Bible. You must do what it says to enjoy good success. James chapter 1. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. But he who looks in the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. When you practice God's Word, you prosper in living a successful life. May the 5th, 2013, in the community of Woolwich, England, two Islamic terrorists decided to brutally attack a British soldier. They left him for dead on the sidewalk. They snuck back into the shadows. They were anticipating the police to come, and they were going to take out as many policemen as they could. In walks a lady, 48-year-old Ingrid Kennett. She had just got off the bus. She looks over and notices a body on the sidewalk, and she rushes over to help. She had no idea that the two terrorists were still there. She looks up, and she sees them in the shadows. What to do? She starts talking to them. She starts trying to reason with them. In fact, she engaged them in so much conversation, they were unaware when the police arrived. When the police arrived, they surrounded the two terrorists and were able to apprehend them without firing a shot. Ingrid Kennett said this later on. In an interview, she said, I live my life as a Christian. I believe in thinking about others and loving thy neighbor. We all have a duty to look after each other. Her commitment to living out the principles of God's word gave her the courage to stand against evil. And your commitment to practicing God's word will do the same for you. If you want to find the courage to fulfill God's calling on your life, first, Trust. Trust in the promises of God. Number two, obey the law of God. And three, rest in the promises. 
Rest in the presence of God. Relax in the knowledge that He is with you always. Find comfort in His company. That's how God encouraged Joshua. Notice, He says to Joshua, verse 9, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. As Christians, we know the Great Commission. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 through 20. In that what we call the Great Commission, Jesus said, go. He said, teach. He said, baptize. But do you know the secret to it? Look at verse 20. And lo, I am with you. We do not go alone. Jesus is with us, always with us. Hacksaw Ridge. That's a true story of a guy named Desmond Dross who won the Congressional Medal of Honor. That's pretty difficult to win. He won that award by what? Rescuing 75 fellow soldiers up on Hacksaw Ridge. And he rescued them, according to the newspaper, he rescued them by himself. And Desmond Ross argued with that newspaper article. He said, I did not rescue them by myself. The Lord was with me. And I just kept on praying, Lord, just give me one more that I can rescue. And he was able to rescue 75, even including his own captain. And for that, he won the Congressional Medal of Honor. Like Desmond Dross, Doss, we don't go alone. Every believer's calling is to go and make disciples. Do you need the courage to fulfill that calling? Then first, trust in the promises of God. Second, obey the precepts of God. Third, rest in the promise of God. And finally, receive support from the people of God. We're not by ourselves. God is always with us, but God has also given us a support structure. Don't go at it alone. Instead, enlist the help of other believers and fight the battle together. Encourage each other in the task to which God has called all of us. That's what Joshua does. Up until this point, God has been encouraging Joshua. Now, Joshua encourages the people to fulfill their calling. Verse number 10. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the camp, and command the people, saying, Prepare provisions for yourselves, for within three days you will cross over this Jordan. 
to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. Forty years before this, they had left slavery in Egypt to take the land that God had promised to their forefathers over 400 years before that. Now the land is before them, and Joshua says, get ready. Get ready to take it, but, but we got a problem. We've got two and a half tribes who have already staked out their inheritance, and it's on the east side of the Jordan. What does Joshua do? Joshua speaks to those two and a half tribes. He says, you've got to leave your family, leave your wives, leave your livestock, leave your possessions, go with your brothers over the Jordan and help them to conquer, conquer their inheritance. And then you can return. And what do those people say? What does the two and a half tribes say? So they answered Joshua, saying, All that you command us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we heeded Moses in all things, so we will heed you. Only the Lord your God be with you, as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words, and all that you command him shall be put to death. And then the people say, only be strong and of good courage. Three times, God told Joshua, be strong and courageous. Now the people tell Joshua the same thing. We'll follow your lead, they say, only be strong and courageous. Joshua receives tremendous support from the people of God, which gives him great courage. And you and I must do the same, to find the courage to fulfill your calling and my calling, to enlist the help of other believers, and to encourage each other in the task to which God has called all of us. Hebrews chapter 10. And let us consider one another in order, in order to stir one up love and good works. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some, but exhorting, exhorting, encouraging one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. Life can be hard. Life can be difficult. When life gets hard and you feel like a loser, you don't need critics. You need people who will encourage you. You need people to remind you of who you are in Christ and to motivate you to be who you are. So surround yourself with such people and what? Find the courage. Find the courage to fulfill your calling. There's a bird that defies the logic of aviation. It's called the Greater Sandhill Crane. And it's a very, very large bird. 
If you look at that bird, you would say, that bird, there's no way it could ever fly. It just doesn't look like it could ever fly. It actually flies from continent to continent, all the way from Canada and even sometimes Siberia and the Arctic Circle, all the way down to South America. How does a bird that defies the logic of aviation, a very awkward looking bird, how does it do that? There are three main keys to those birds being able to fly over thousands and thousands of miles. Key number one, they fly in a pack and they always rotate leadership. No one bird stays out in front all the time. They help each other lead the flock. Number two, they always choose leaders who can handle turbulence. The older, stronger birds are the ones who lead. And then number three, during all the time that one bird is leading, the rest of the flock are honking their affirmation. You know, that's not a bad model for the church. We certainly need leaders who can handle turbulence, who are wise and well-grounded, and we are blessed here to have men like that. But most of all, we need a church where we all can honk encouragement. We all can share our encouragement. And we all can work together. If you want to find the courage to fulfill your calling, trust in the promises of God, obey the precepts of God's law, rest in the presence of God, and receive support, from the people of God. So take a stand for God in today's world. Be strong and courageous. Are you a Christian? This evening, we ask that question. Are you a Christian? Do you believe? Will you repent? Will you confess? Will you be baptized? If you've already done that, but as a Christian, you're not living the way you know you should live. If there's things in your life that are wrong, if you just need prayers, if you need some encouragement, you can do that. You can ask God to forgive, 1 John 1, 9. The church here stands ready to pray with you and for you, James 5, 16. If you have any need to respond, please do so as we stand and sing for your encouragement. I have decided